Today on the Agency Broadcast, we speak with a HubSpot agency partner that sold their first seven retainers in a three-month span. Welcome, everybody, to the Agency Broadcast. I am your host, Alex Crum. I am a senior professor on the HubSpot Academy, focusing on developing resources for HubSpot agency partners that educate and inspire. I am joined today by my regular co-host, David Winehouse, as well as Steve Vaughn over in the HubSpot Dublin office, and our special guest, Brandon McDonald from the HubSpot agency, Yellow V-Dub. Awesome. Nice to, nice to meet you, by the way, finally, Brandon. I don't know. Um, I know you, you don't know me, but uh, I've watched you many hours of your, <laughs> your, your training. So. Well, um, I, I appreciate that. And I don't, we haven't met before, but I've heard your name a ton from, uh, from Tyre and Steve and seeing yeah, yeah. the Sales 5K Club. And so yeah. uh, it's nice to finally uh, get face, face-to-face awesome. with you. Do you know, my partners say, David, we really have to let Brendan tell his story, but my partners say that uh, like m- meeting you is like meeting a celebrity, you know, because they've watched all these videos for so long and they're like, oh, my life is a real person. What am I supposed to do now? I had him in this kind of, you know, iconic position and he's just a normal guy. I think uh, I spend anyway. more time with David than I spend with my, some of my family members. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watching Video- his partner videos. <laughs> videos are a great branding exercise. I highly recommend them. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're getting there. Um, so the way that we structure the show, you guys have had great success, especially in a very short period of time, which is something that we want both our newer partners to emulate and also some of our more tenured partners as well to be able to look back on and say, yeah, these guys were able to do it. They were able to execute a lot on their on their sales in a very short period of time. Yeah, sure. Um, I think <clears throat> what's kind of interesting is you guys are talking about a short space of time. So I just need to understand what your short space of time is, because I've been uh, a part yeah. more partner for about 12 months. Yeah, let me um, give the context. Yeah, so, yeah. Brendan, what happened was you hadn't sold anything in, by August, and since August yeah, to I now... Yeah, I can tell the story, but the, the time we actually decided, let's turn things on and actually sell, yeah, it's been since July. Um, but there's been a lot of context, a lot of kind of work that's gone before that. Um, no, so, but the, but, but the from, a, from a kind of tearing side, you've gone from nothing to gold in two, three months. Yeah, yeah, that was that was what I was aiming for. Yeah. Um, thank okay, you, cool. thank you for clarifying. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to trip you up. You're like, well, define define time exactly. Like, no, let's, <laughs> no, let's, no, let's just, be clear on these things and no, and uh, no, let, just, you, no. let you speak. Uh, speak I'm back in a philo- I, I did philosophy at degree, man. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah right. right. Degree and you know the brief history of time that the human race is measuring the circumference of the moon and like no, come on. Thank back to the back to the initial question we're just talking about brennan's introduction and his ramp up time going from untiered up to where he is now starts from when when i joined basically steve kind of used the sales tactics to convert me three months before i was ready to be converted because i was just about to have my second child um it was a month before her birth and i just said listen i can't do any of this stuff but i need to do it and somehow he got me to sign on the dotted line and then basically i was in a, in a haze until about January. Um, so I didn't do much um, with the partner program or all the stuff. And then we, in January decided the goal is I want to be patterned by the end of the year, not knowing what that actually meant and <laughs> how difficult that could be. <laughs> I've got it on my wall here. It's, it's by the 31st of December to have platinum status. And what transpired from that day, it was so much work. And 
Um, I made a conscious decision to go all in on inbound. And Steve knows I, I had some big issues. I have obviously existing business that was on other types of marketing. So I had to deal with all of that. Plus we rebranded the previous year um, because we were going all in on inbound. I think it was just, it took me five, about five to six months to just make sense of inbound and how it pertained to my business and to actually know what it looked like in terms of delivery. So we've got, a, we've got quite a lot of experience in marketing. We've been marketing online since 2009 and we've gone through various iterations. And so I know uh, stuff about marketing online, but when it came to inbound, I find it very difficult to actually, what does that look like in tasks and what does that delivery? So it took me a very long time and I only got partner certified in July of this year. So it almost took me a year to get my certification just because I decided that we're going to just start from the beginning and go through everything and not assume that we know all of it. And so I've done most of the certifications that I was the bare minimum. And then we had some consultants come in and then we, we made a conscious decision not to sell inbound until we were internally ready to deliver that work. That's partly why we've gone so quick uh, in terms of tiers in a, in a couple of months is because we were just not selling at all. Um, so we got a house in order, we got the right team, we got our internal operations ready. And then thank goodness for Sales Lion because that was the kind of final piece in the puzzle. So technically we knew what we needed to do. That started in May and that mindset changed, changed everything for us because now we could actually deliver what we were gonna sell because we can actually get good results and still we have to get good results because we've just started to sell. And Steve's guidance really helps us because I took inbound because I didn't want to do outbound. I didn't want to do cold calling. I didn't want to ask. I was of the mindset that we do inbound, the business will come to us. You can still be helpful and be outbound. I wasn't ready in May to do the sales, but just that short from May to June, that allowed us to then, I just went and reached out to my ex-clients and prospects and that's where we got all those that business from and so that's why we've kind of ramped up so quickly is because we felt that we could just turn it on um, and we were ready to deal with it because what I didn't want to do because every person I spoke to was very interested in the inbound but I didn't want to sell the inbound and then let them down um, because obviously retention was one of the reasons why I joined the partner program because our average retention rate was just under a year and I'd read case studies of and I know not every partner is the same but 24 months, you know, that sort of range. And that's where I wanted to be um, going forward. Yeah, and that's, so basically, and then the other small piece of the puzzle was, we then also decided to sell strategy first and then in, inbound later. So Steve, the first deal I did, just signed up to HubSpot, didn't know what I was doing. And I went into a 12 month retainer, pitched it and we lost it. And then I went back to, I'm gonna sell inbound marketing strategy, which I, I got from two places. One was, the do inbound guys, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, yeah. and um, Square 2 Marketing. Um, he talked about it, selling strategy first and then the retainer second. Since we've done that sales process in combination with the sales line process, we've got 100% conversion rates of any, everybody who's bought the strategy from us always goes on to do the inbound retainers. So that, you know, my piece of advice would be that because that's working for us extremely well. And to get in the front door, to have the conversation or for them to bite off that small piece to go down the road. It's a much smaller bite for them, a much smaller commitment, but then you show value. The feedback we're getting, we're just compiling our case studies now of all the, we call them in plans, the inbound marketing plans. Everybody loves them that we do them. 
it's not rocket science. It's the stuff that you guys tell us to do. They just convert like the, the partner, the client who took us to gold. They specifically told me when I sold them the implant, the inbound marketing plan was that we will, we do not want to do HubSpot. We do not want to do inbound marketing. Uh, we just want, we just need the strategy. We did the in-plan document and then they asked me after the, at the end of the call because I didn't even plan a follow-on, like what's next kind of uh, let's do retainer. They said, listen, we can only do this with upside right. And I was like, well, yes. Um, and then they signed up. <laughs> From a sales perspective, that's working for us at the moment. Nice. Hey, Brennan, let me, um, let me go back over a couple of things. This is um, yeah. awesome, by the way, in terms yeah. of your story. I want to back up through your story too and make sure we touch on like your challenges of selling. So let's go back to like before um, starting the intense um, sales coaching. And you mentioned that a lot of things from a firm, you just weren't, weren't ready for it in general. But I wonder if we could also go into like some of your sales process or sales challenges before we started with this coaching process, besides just not being ready as a firm, were there other things that you were struggling with or anticipating struggling with in terms of being able to sell inbound retainers? My biggest challenge was going through the process and then selling a large retainer, the, the value of the retainer and the commitment that would come with that retainer without having built any trust or shown any value. Unfortunately, I only, had, I only went through that process twice and I lost both. I didn't get those sales because I'm not the best salesman. Um, yeah. I'm working on it, um, but I'm from a cold kind of relationship point of view, my biggest challenge was um, having the confidence to believe that what I was suggesting would work without showing them any strategy and just going straight in. Here's a, basically there's a 12 month commitment for HubSpot. There's a 12 month commitment for our services. Um, we will do the inbound marketing services, but there was no strategy. There was nothing that was available. So that was our biggest issue was just trying to tie the dots for the client because the client necessarily doesn't even know what inbound is. And then we plump a big fat um, proposal in front of their desk and that kind of scared them off. That's what, that's what we found. Um, yeah. It was, just, it was just the cost and, uh, you know, and yeah. I think, that's a, I think that's a great point. And I've, I have talked with uh, the um, Andrew before at do inbound as well as other partners who use that inbound game plan, which can be a real game changer for folks. You know, think of it in terms of, um, and how Andrew at Two Inbound phrased it, if you have the home run prospect who really needs a solution and they have trust and confidence in you right off the bat, there's nothing that yeah. says you have to do a game plan no. ahead no. of a retainer, but no. most prospects, they don't have that trust and confidence built in, especially when you're asking them for a $60,000, $100,000 annual commitment um, yeah, a lot and, of times they, they need something prior to that. Yes, and I think I think that's where the distinction lies is um, we have two clients who just signed up retainer-wise, but they knew me and they'd done business with me before. They hadn't done business for us for about two years, but through the, the intensive sale coaching, I learned that I need to just reach out to them and say, listen, we've got some new stuff. I saw your campaign on Twitter. I think it's very innovative. Um, how are you generating leads from that? Do you want to know how we, and then that started the conversation and then I got the retainer for the back of that. But they knew and they trusted and liked me and had worked with me before. Um, but the people who were completely cold, I wouldn't have got the retainer if I hadn't done the, the strategy first, just because it also clarifies it for them. They, they get to see what inbound looks for their company and it's specific to them. Then it makes it much clearer to them what it is. And then, it, then the value that the package brings, they can see it. And then they say, well, that's, that's an investment as, as opposed to a marketing cost. 
Awesome. So, so break, break down to like the other parts of your sales process. I'm particularly interested in like the prospecting angle of your sales process. So what did that look like before the intense um, sales coaching? And what did that look like after the intense sales coaching? Before, if you can imagine, I would just sit and wait for the forms to be notified me via email and then I'd contact them. <laughs> so <laughs> I, would, I would wait for the typical inbound lead. Um, so the person would fill in the form. Um, say, listen, I want to do some stuff with you. Can you help me? And then I'd call them up and then I'd have the conversation. So I'm pretty good at speaking to someone once they reach out and ask for help. Um, so I did no prospecting whatsoever at all before the intensive sales coaching. Now what happens is um, it's more of a proactive approach. So I went through my list of clients. I looked out on LinkedIn, on Twitter, um, and just through the circles, I, I get notifications, mainly through Facebook because I'm connected to them personally. I see that they're doing stuff and then I find a, a single point of interest or something that I can comment on and I start the, the conversation that way. Um, and then I give them some useful guides. I've, we built some apps, just, you know, like an inbound revenue calculator and, um, you know, some eBooks or something. And then I would send that to them and say, listen, this is a great campaign. Have you thought about doing this? And then I'd give them that sort of information and then that would start the conversation. Um, and then I would go from, do you want to book? Then I do the typical set HubSpot um, process where get them to connect call, then fill in an assessment, then do the rest of the process. But I sell the strategy if they don't know them that well first. Awesome. Steve, wh um, what have you seen in terms of um, Brendan's approach changing? One thing which you've kind of hinted at here, Brendan, but I think it's probably stronger is a mindset and a confidence. I think you mentioned it before. But there's just a massive sense of not just in two senses, one that you could pick up the phone and chat to anyone and strike up a bit of rapport and a connection point and quickly build a bit of like, hey, have you thought about this? And the conversation's off. Whereas six months ago, you wouldn't have done that. So there's a confidence as a salesperson, but also there's a confidence in, oh, I've won a couple of clients. I can deliver value. I know what I'm doing. So there's confidence in the agency. Uh, and the two of seemingly come together but there's like a whole mindset now whereas before you were the retiring oh do i have to will it work what happens if i've got 101 reasons why i shouldn't you know so i'd be encouraging you along some stuff and it would be like objection objection rejection rejection from brendan whereas now it's like i'm raring to go it's in the diary i can do it i'm going to find people you know there's just it's just literally chalk and cheese and yeah, the, the retainer the retainer discussion we had when we first started was was a tough one for me increasing the retainers or having the confidence to say i'm going to charge four or five times what i normally charge for the same stuff how do i do that well, ethically and with a straight face Steve, <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve helped me get over that um, and the, the reality is I've now realized is that I've just been selling ourselves too cheap for too yeah. long which is I was trying to convince him for a year but eventually he's got there but there's also it's but it's not just confidence in the agency and the pricing it's also confidence in picking up the phone and he's more as you can tell he's a he's a quieter introvert which you know it's fine that's just the way it is right but he's there's, there's a confidence in I can actually pick up the phone and talk to a random person or a semi-connected person and we'll get going the other thing that happened which was this isn't by way of blowing my own trumpet but it was I saw it in the flesh was I went to a presentation he did to one of his first clients who actually now is a HubSpot customer. Brendan, you can sort of correct me or, or, or calm me down a bit, but there was, it was a bit all over the place, your presentation with them, wasn't it? We discussed after in the Costa. Do you know, you had a great analysis, but it was just here, there and everywhere. And there was a website analysis and this and that. And that, 
it was all brilliant, but there wasn't a cohesive, this is going to bring you into inbound pain and strategy. So then we talked about, let's get your goals, let's get the goals clearer, let's get the pain clearer, let's get how it fits to inbound clearer so we can. So then you told me you reworked all that and learned how to present all that pain you had, but instead of just sort of throwing it out there into a kind of inbound. Yeah, and that was part of the, was actually our first strategy piece as well. So um, it was our first strategy session that we had given, and then we got the retainer off the back of that. But you're right, um, now we sell on the funnel metrics. Um, rather than going into great detail about Google Analytics and all that sort of stuff yeah. that I did do. Now it's basically I work out what the funnel metrics are in terms of value and revenue cost to them, what an increase of so much would be, and then tie it back to the pains and also just asking for the business, um, which is what I never did before. Yeah. So at that meeting, I said to make sure you ask for the business or, you know, and I said, at least ask the question, what's next? And right at the end, the last thing you said was what's next. But, you know, again, it wasn't naturally you had to think I need to actually ask for this business. Yeah. And you were totally in the detail of Google Analytics. You weren't in the detail of how many leads and customers do you want a month, which is great. presentation was what, an hour and a half. And now the, the presentation's down to 30 minutes. And, and then we spend an hour talking about next steps now. Yeah, it's, it's more concise now because at the end of the day, they don't, they don't actually want to know the plan or the detail, to be honest. Um, well, that's what just, I picked up in that yeah, meeting. Yeah. They were all intrigued by it, but they were a bit lost. They didn't quite know what to do with it. It didn't digest it. You know, these are like lawyers, right? Or, or, or something. Yeah. You know, like, so they're yeah. like in Google Analytics going, what the heck? I mean, they're blown away by the detail you gave them. But, but I can imagine if you'd turned up and said, you get this many leads a month. You've told me what you want this. We need to do this. They would have gone, cool which is, sounds yeah, we, like what people are doing now. <laughs> we obviously use the, the HubSpot tools and the plans that we send, I think maybe one or two people open them and they don't even open them, but they sign for a 12-month retainer. But it, it helps us because we've done our 12-month plan. So, you know, our team takes that plan and implements it, so it's not a waste of time. But, um, yeah, they don't even do the detail. I think they listen for the first 15, 20 minutes and then they switch off. They pay you guys for the plan, right, Brendan? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that also changed was I was doing a lot of free work. So that first proposal we did in back in December, we must have done about I don't know how many hours, five full days on that proposal, and um, we never got paid for that proposal, and um, it was just as good as a plan, and then we still didn't get that. So it was just a big wake up call for us. Um, we even paid for the pros will be bound and it's just sucked oh, out of me. Right. You're so, so pr you're so proud, right? You go and you do all this work <laughs> and you share it with them and then they're like, hmm, thanks. Right? <laughs> I, I promise you it must have been about that thick the proposal. <laughs> it was like a dissertation, you know? You could have had a dissertation. I had it printed and bound and everything and they didn't even look through it and I was just like, what am I doing? We've got to bring that into the story, handing in a dissertation. <laughs> uh, wait, I'll go get it for you guys. Just one second. Yeah, bring it, bring just it. We'll have the camera, we'll have the camera, we'll put on the camera. <laughs> we're going to see it, we're going to see it now. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's pricey. I mean, honestly, uh, I could not believe, because you know, I was on holiday in August when he started closing the first deals. And the last thing I'd done with him was go to this presentation. So just chalk and cheese, you know. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Oh Beautiful. <laughs> so, Brennan, this stuff is awesome. You, you got to a point where you were ready to sell. You figured out some things, including your game plan process and focusing on funnel metrics, and did that relatively quickly. Like, there was some pain involved in that and some time. But in the scheme of things, like within six months, you kind of figure that out. 
for your agency. And then in the last few months, you've signed on seven new retainer clients. Like that's amazing. Was it all just a matter of like flipping the light switch to sign up those seven clients? Or like, what's the secret to having that high of productivity in that short of amount of time? Yeah, I think I've always sold retainers. It's just, I've never done inbound retainers. So I'm kind of used to selling people on retainers, but in a different form. There's no real secret in, in the sense that all I did was I just went to my existing contacts at, to start with. Um, and I just went through that sales process that you guys, that was taught to me by Steve and by Dan. Um, and that transpired and then together with the strategy piece, because obviously they stopped working with us and we managed to keep the relationship sweet somehow. Um, and then the strategy piece was if they weren't sure about working with us again, that was my way of getting in, I think. Um, so and who, who, who were, Brendan, like who were these existing contacts? Were they former web clients? Were they like associates of associates that you asked for introductions to? Like, what, where did you go start looking first so with existing we've got, clients? What's your niche, Brendan? What's your niche? Uh, the dental industry. So we have dental corporate clients. We have dental implant people who put dental implants into your mouth because they charge like a ridiculous amount for them like upwards of ten thousand pounds and now we've got e-commerce clients so so the main reason i joined was to focus on providing inbound marketing for e-commerce which i'm finding harder than than i expected to to get right but um, we'll get there so we've got one two we've got three e-commerce clients on so those are brand new and that was just through connections um so we spoke to people who We've got an e-commerce consultant, so I spoke to him, convinced him on, on inbound and why it would work, and then we sold the strategy to the e-commerce people that worked. And then the existing clients, they were previous clients of mine uh, years ago. We started in the social media management space, like everybody else did. And when organic content was free and you got lots of reach, it was easy. I just you, reached you out just to... Put, you just put together a list of folks, like just kind of brainstormed yeah. out? Literally when Everyone, I was speaking, anyone. yeah, exactly. So when one of the sessions that we had in the intensive sales coaching was, I was like, well, who do I call? What, how do I prospect people that are just blind? And they, and they say, oh, okay, I've just got the prospect fit, uh, matrix fit. Probably the best place to start. And that's one of the, is just start with your, your current contact database. And we've got a massive contact database. I just, I literally used the prospect matrix fit to say, okay, of my existing contacts, who do I think would be right for this? And who is the right size who could afford my retainers, my new retainers? And so these existing clients paid us a lot less than they they did uh, previously than they do now. So well, that's, I was going to say that because when you and I brought you on board as a partner, your whole thing with Steve, my retainers are 500 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I was like, well, we're trying to get retainers of three to 5K and you freaked out about it and, ha and you've now started to get them, right? So Yeah, they the, all are. So, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and we're probably going to put it up. Yeah, always put it up. Yeah, yeah. So our, our strategy plans as well, we're just stepping that up. So every time we sell one, it's more expensive. Nice. Just because because we're actually doing it at a loss at that price that we're selling it to them in terms of time and man hours that we put into it. Yeah. How, how much do you guys charge for that end plan? We charge two and a half thousand pounds and now we're 3,000 pounds. Okay. We sold a couple, but we're going to probably end up on a 5,000 pound place where I don't think I could charge more for that. Although... Nice. We had a consultant come in who's consulting on the business and he came from a massive agency and he said we would have charged 20 grand for a document like that. So I was just like, yeah, it's just, just need to be in the different space. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm takes time, right? We yeah, ladder, we ladder up to that kind I'm of stuff. With the small guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. I, I like your contact database approach. And what I like too is like you selected or you, you, you recognize that clients, even if you charge them 500 pounds in the past, like they were clients that there was more value for them to deliver than 500 pounds in terms of an engagement. Like there were probably some folks that you charged 500 pounds for that you looked at and said, yeah, you know what? Like these guys, their value is 500 pounds, but you were able to pick out the ones who had room to go up. Yeah. And then obviously the other ones, I got the introductions that were cold. They didn't know me. We got the introduction and then we did that sales process. So they, we had the call, the 15 minute call, then okay. they filled in an assessment. Then we had the connect call and then we had the call where I sold the, the plan. And so that went through the, the normal prospect. What I haven't done 100% yet, and I'm going to get there, is um, the cold call. Well, the technically, they don't know me from scratch. And I'm actually reaching out. So I haven't done that um, yet. Um, just to be honest, because I'm just dealing with the current sales and <laughs> trying to set up. Yeah, you, don't need it. you don't need it yet. You don't need it. No, you know, I, d- I definitely do need it. But um, it's just I haven't had a chance to focus. Um, I've got one hour a day scheduled to prospecting. But what's been happening in that hour is I'm just using my existing database. So I haven't gone through that yet. When I say you don't need it, it's not like you don't need it long term, but you've got other stuff to go to now, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's exactly so. Yeah, I think the conversation around this is really organic. I think hearing Brennan talk about what he's done and how he engaged with his problems and how he recognized them and how he worked with Steve and how this has really come to him completing his goal is something, it's a story that a lot of the members of the partner community need to be able to hear because I worked with a lot of partners in your situation, Brendan, where they have their first three months and they had something happen in their personal lives. You know, you had a child and after that you engaged with HubSpot nonetheless. A lot of agencies would uh, maybe not move as quickly or with as much conviction as you have. And not because that they were incapable, but because they weren't perhaps inspired in the proper way. And for them to hear your story of you know bootstrapping this and learning the method and finding a niche and you can sell a strategy, that is really inspirational. And that is the that's the story that I want to pursue. And in terms of making sure that we hit talking points, I think David went through what we want to make sure that we really cover. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I've learned is that anybody who's signing up to HubSpot, they must know that it's, it's a 12-month thing. I don't think if the expectation really is that I'm going to get gold in three months, because it's not three months, right? It's, it's, it was seven or it was eight. And then we decided, okay, we're going to do this because you guys give us all the tools. You don't necessarily give us the blueprints. And it's for us to figure out how these pieces fit together. And once that clicks in your head, then the rest is easy because what you guys say works, it does work. But it's just for each individual agency. They have to figure out their own blueprints and how it's going to work with all the masses of information that's available to them, which is my biggest overwhelming piece when I started was, I don't know where to start with your stuff. It was just massive. <laughs> and it was a bit of an issue, you know, because I was just like every weekend watching and I didn't know why I was watching it or what was the purpose. And eventually it slowly came around and it's all all the pieces started to come together. But that's, I think that's my biggest, it, when people ask me, I had I spoke to a company two days ago. They said, do you recommend it? And I said, absolutely do I recommend it. And I said, but it's not going to be easy because I can't even tell you the plan because this is my plan your plan is different yeah long-term focus to synthesize the information and apply it to your scenario is it it requires a lot of energy it requires a lot of brain power and but also by this by the same token yeah we are working on making sure that it's as palatable to as many different types of agencies the struggle from getting to how do i process all of this 
how do I implement it in a timely manner? Even with your success and saying, yeah, it took us seven something months, I'm still holding by my initial, you know, congratulations to you that that is still rapid. Don't don't sell yourself short. I mean, you've, you've done no, no, great I'm, success yeah. in a very short time. It's, yeah, it's awesome. We're still going to get to platinum. So we will. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's not in my good book till he gets to platinum, okay? And that's all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I, I would. <laughs> I've got and two months. I would. I got. I got. I got. It's an amazing story. He's done fantastic. Yeah, this this thing will. Um, it you know, I, it's a great story, um, Brendan. I think you're taking like a super thoughtful approach. I can see why people buy from you. Like you're just very genuine and like thoughtful about um, your comments and your approach. So. I'm excited about it. I think it's really strong, and I'm looking forward to having it recorded that we can that we can share out with people. Awesome. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah, so I don't have anything else. If you have subscribed to the show on iTunes, you can go to hubspot.com slash agency dash broadcast to sign up for the go live notifications for the live show, as well as exclusive offers that are going to be coming up. We are gonna get some exclusive content for people who come and listen to the show, whether subscribing on iTunes, doesn't really matter. We're gonna make sure that there are some special exclusive offers available to people as they sign up for the show. You can follow me, Alex Crum, on Twitter. My handle is at Alex underscore Crum. And you can learn more about Brendan's business at yellowvdub.com. That's yellow without a W at the end. And V-E-E dub.com to learn more about how his agency works. Great, guys. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. That's it for the show. We will see you all next time. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks, Brendan. Bye. All right. See you guys.